Yo, it's Tuesday, May 9th. Kyle's in Chicago. I'm in Syracuse. Today, we're talking about lithium refining in Texas, a Fortnite dashboard, and AI taking your order in the drive through lane. How about that? Oh, boy. I feel like we're going to have some opinions today. Good night. Give me one, give me one example of a time you were in a drive through where you were like, gosh, I wish AI was taking my order instead. Every time. <laughs> I think I think basically go every up. time every time that I'm in a drive through I think why am I in a drive through? So, <laughs> right, something's like, already I, gone I wrong. Just parking and going in, like I'm like this is gonna go wrong. Something's already gone wrong. I know. Right. Chick Fil A or McDonald's, this is a it's bad situation. I feel okay in a Chick Fil A drive through, but I typically get in the really long line, order my food on the app, and then I just pull up and be like I'm already here. That's exactly what I do, especially when you yeah, have a family. It's basically, like. Dude, I have the most exactly. anxiety yeah, that, ever when ordering for my family because, like, I'm going to ruin my family relationships because I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> right? I just can't do it. No, yeah, you can't do it because, like, the kids in the back like, get ketchup, get ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're already sideways. Uh, we are just having a good old time. Kyle's running around the Chicago at a David Kane 20 group uh, yesterday and today. I'm holding down the fort here in Syracuse, but we have so much stuff planned and so many things are moving right now uh we're going to be wheels up on our way to las vegas on monday to uh moderate several panels and teach our own workshop at the reuters uh automotive retail event uh on the what is it the 16th and the 17th we're also doing a collab podcast with reuters called amplify where we got some people on that show we've never had a conversation with before Full ringers. I was looking them up last night. I was <laughs> I like, full hey, ringers. You sure, they, you sure they know that's us? Any okay, minute they're good. gonna Let's figure go. out it's us. Any minute now. Any minute now. I had uh, a they would show up, they would be like, these guys, they got flat brims on. You kidding this? me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had uh, some prep calls, so we were on with like uh, the global fo- brand director for Ford and the service fix ops director at Nissan, and um, I can't remember his his position, but he's with Karma, and like this is just a group of people that are just thinking of things in a whole different way. And one of the reasons we do things we do the way we do them at Asoto is to constantly work to bridge the gap between dealers and OEMs because the consumer's pinned right in the middle of those two. And so anything yep. we can do to bring some some stability in those relationships and linear narratives in those relationships, we think is good for the entire industry. Yeah, I'm excited about that one because we've got OEM representatives, we've got dealer representatives, and we've got industry partner representatives um, that will be interviewed kind of like intermingled into each other. So I think we'll see these threads of like, how are we caring about the common view of the customer and 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 making sure that the customer's at the center and um, maybe we'll even just kind of, you know, have a little change of heart for some people. I think, uh, I think it's gonna, hanging out with us. I think it's going to be go. a moment. It's going to be a moment. Uh, after that, um, after that, I'm on my way to Indianapolis to be at Gary Vaynerchuk's VCon. It's a Web3 conference. We're trying to bring all the things. Our event director is going out, so he's going to try to bring all the good things so we can bring them back for a SotoCon. Let's face it. We're yes. just trying to steal the best ideas so we can deploy them at a SotoCon. Just, <laughs> just doing R&D. Just doing a little R&D. Oh, on the 24th, Paul, we're doing the live stream premiere of more than cars you can go to morethancars.tv to check out the trailer on that and uh and head right to the uh the linkedin event we'll stream it on youtube as well so if you're like i don't do linkedin you can see it on youtube uh that is may 24th at 1 p.m eastern back that all the way up for circle the date uh, for all the other time zones circle the date May 24th, because we need to show up as the industry on the live stream and show everyone outside the live stream that 
and outside the industry that there is something special going on inside retail auto dealers all over the country. This is a way you can do it and participate and help us make that a reality. That's enough. We have some news to talk about today. All right. So Tesla is now the first automaker to enter the lithium refining space as it breaks ground on a massive Texas lithium refinery capable of producing enough lithium for 1 million electric vehicle batteries by the year 2025. I don't know if you noticed, that's only like 18 months from now. <laughs> yeah, that's not long. That's not very long. That's, you know, a couple of years. They so say it'll be online. I mean, it'll be online in a year. And then, first of all, that's crazy. There's a rendering if you link. They'll be online in not- a year and then it'll be up to full capacity, they said, within two years. And so they're claiming, give you a couple details, they're claiming a much cleaner, actually they're innovating the lithium refining process using much cleaner materials and processes, uh, things like soda ash. And Elon Musk says, you could live in the middle of this factory without suffering any ill effects from, from the processes going on. Texas Governor Greg Abbott was on hand at the announcement and he said, just just wait for the nuance on this one. It is so Texas, <laughs> so Texas. Texas wants to be so able to Texas. be self-reliant. Yep, not dependent. <laughs> He goes, upon any foreign hostile nation for what we need. Like, I was like, that's a Texas statement, right? We're not and dependent he, and, on any And then foreign. he ended it with, including the U.S. <laughs> including. <laughs> He's like, and uh, we're now announcing we're seceding now that uh, right, the now we got the has lithium. come to Texas. We got the cars. We got Tesla. We got lithium. We got cars. We got oil. And we have we're Michael good. Cirillo. <laughs> we have Michael Cirillo, so we're over. Uh, in a call last year, Elon Musk actually begged entrepreneurs to get into the lithium refining business, and he that. said it's just like printing money. He said, we don't want to have to get into it. We hope somebody else does. Nobody did, and it was their only viable way, they said, to secure their lithium supply. Uh, the company, like I said, did share a rendering um, of the new Corpus Christi, Texas facility. So, I mean, this is this is new ground, right? We're not just making this the batteries. We're refining the raw material. Yeah, no, and and this is where OEMs, automakers, are going to have to look to move a lot more vertically, and they're going to have to align their supply chain all the way down to the battery. And I think we're going to see probably more OEMs doing this because if they're uh, that this thing is going to be capable of producing enough lithium for a million vehicles by 2025, that's like chump change compared to what the industry is going to put out before 2025, based on all the numbers that we've seen that OEMs are talking about. So. We're going to have to get really good really quickly at figuring out how to care for and and refine lithium. So, you know, Tesla being an early mover, we see that a lot. If I had to guess, we're going to see companies like Ford and GM and Stellantis kind of uh, hanging on the coattails get and figuring out what they're going to do on this as well, especially with battery requirements uh, with some of these tax credits and just like getting all everything aligned and centralized uh, so that we can produce these vehicles quicker. You know, I'm going to, because this is our only electric, uh, well, there's a little EV story here in a second, but it's a little yeah, bit more tech. Just a mention. So anecdotally, I was with a buddy last night uh, that lives in Chicago and kind of all of his, uh, all of his friends are going, you got to get, you know, they've got a growing family. You got to get a Tesla. You got to get a Tesla. You got to get a Tesla. And, um, you know, his hesitation was similar. Like they're in Chicago. It's like, I'm always driving around downtown. Where am I going to charge if I get if I get stopped? Right? There's not a ton of chargers in parking garages or anything like that here. Um, so it's a it's a real kind of question mark that people are still asking. And so even with the acceleration and adoption of the actual vehicle purchasing, the other side of it is still uh, you know still lots of question marks. There sure are. You know uh, our good friend 
uh, Todd Caputo posted on LinkedIn just a, a few days ago that his friend has an EV6, a Hyundai EV6, and got in an accident. Yeah. And um, and it's going to take six months to repair that sucker. And he was like, insurance companies aren't going to stand right. for this. Customers are going to stand for this. Like, there's still all these ancillary things that we just haven't solved yet, but we are solving the lithium refining issue, uh, at least taking a step toward it. And One down. It? And uh, Brian Ortega comments, in, in the thread, oh, the irony, right? Think about it, Texas, big oil. Well, now they're just back to raw materials, refining the raw materials, putting it in vehicles. Uh, they kind of got that little playbook buttoned up. Okay, speaking of having things, it is buttoned up. Stop. Putting things in, putting things in vehicles. Putting things in vehicles, yeah, we'll just go super generic. Auto <laughs> tech company eCarX is set to announce its partnership with Epic Games, yes, familiar, the creator of Fortnite, to integrate their Unreal Engine into vehicle displays. The Unreal Engine, if you don't know about it, is basically the technology that allows the rendering of the graphics, the smooth motion. It builds all these yep. realities um, out of digital and ones and zeros. Primarily designed for EVs, the collaboration will enable drivers to interact with 3D visuals of gauges and car control features in real time to provide a more immersive experience and be a differentiator. Their current clients include uh, companies like Volvo, Mercedes-Benz, uh, Smart. Um, here's a quote for also Lincoln Co. You might know that that startup company. Christine Gall, yeah. head of human machine interface and user experience. How's that for a job title? She That's says, serious. sure is. It is the experience that will make you reach the tipping point and actually decide to buy something. Um, now, now that that'll get me all fired up right there because I yeah and I don't care if it's a digital experience or or like a process experience it is the experience right. of whether or not you, whether or not you decide to buy something the experience that you get on the other side it'll be interesting to me to w whether or not like this is a native or or comfortable way of engaging with the vehicle just because it's never been done before I think you know consumers are gonna you know question like. Hey, how does 3D engage with what I'm doing in my vehicle? And can I kind of like process that and engage with it at the same time while while still being have you, know, you ever a good driver? Have you ever so. watched a 20 something or a teen play a video game? They are not it's thinking nuts. about yeah, how do I, I engage with this and that. They like it's so true. native. I think so even, native. even yep. the way things are going to move is probably going to be so native. Now, granted, there's going to be in the, the adoption curve, right? So if you're under 35, yep. you probably don't play a ton. I mean, exceptions for sure. But like my 16-year-old son would probably step in and be like, oh, yeah, this feels normal, right? I can, this is I can navigate yeah, yeah, this whole true. world and just do it naturally. So um, the China, in the article, it does mention that the Chinese market is much more progressive in its adoption of like in infotainment experience and different gauges and customizations yep. uh, the u.s then generally takes a more slower and measured approach which makes a lot of sense as well um i wonder how this is going to kind of come together with all the talk we've been seeing about apple carplay and all that right like now it's like a whole other realm thrown into it and i mean yeah that, that's not even in your phone's ecosystem that's that's a whole gaming ecosystem and i do agree like but it's interesting that like typically you don't think as Volvo bends and smart as a younger buyer buying demographic. Right. So it's true. Um, That's very, you know, true. just, just to see what the adoption curve on something like that, when the actual vehicle on the new vehicle side is not the buying demographic or does the buying demographic shift, yep. right? Does new money actually go over there because it's more native of a, of a digital experience inside your driving experience? Maybe. Oh man. Well, us owned Epic games is located in, Cary, North Carolina, which if you've never been there, you realize it's just people from New York and Philadelphia, 
which is why <laughs> Cary, C-A-R-Y, stands for Containment Area for Relocated Yankees. And uh, eCar X <laughs> is actually a Chinese company headquartered in London. There were some questions that came up about like, hey, with all the, the news about ByteDance and TikTok and the security features, eCar X was really quick to say, doesn't apply to us. We don't touch any of the data, right? Like ah, we, we don't touch the data. We just create the experience. So uh, speaking of creating an experience. That's exactly. Nailed it. CKE Restaurant Holdings, uh, actually headquartered in my home city right near Nashville, the parent company of popular fast food chains Carl's Jr. and Hardee's, uh, is taking a bold step towards automating drive throughs by partnering with AI companies Preston, Presto Automation, OpenCity, and Valiant AI to introduce voice ordering automation at drive through locations across the country. Sounds amazing. Uh, Basically, the initiative is is the goal is to increase the accuracy, speed, and revenue while addressing the obvious staffing sh- shortages that they're dealing with right now. Uh, CK uh, CTO, um, their chief technology officer, Phil Crawford, said a pilot program with Presto showed positive results, recording a significant uptick in revenue due to the that. technology's ability to upsell customers. Uh, you know, this is like, this is, it's like the, the next version. Well, this is the next version of what McDonald's did with the with the on-screen ordering where you don't actually talk to a person yep. and they recognize like a 25 cent per something like 25 or 30 cent per order increase, increase in tickets uh, because of its ability to like, yeah, increase of the actual ticket. So just because of the ability to like present the user with the next best with thing or the apple next best pies. upgrade with, quick, with those apple with pies, a quick click, right? Got them with the apple pies. Oh, and so, you know they didn't have the way to do that in the drive through. And this is a clear way to do that. It's interesting because every, nobody hates the, you know, over the drive through thing, but removing that human element, there's always that kind of like interesting balance. It are, can, are people going to enjoy that or not? Now, if it's clear, it's clean, it's an easy process. And you're not like, I want a chicken, uh, you know, a chicken burger and they come out with, you know, the regular meat burger. Then, <laughs> you know, if that doesn't happen, I think everyone's going to be okay, but I don't want my fries instead of a shake or something like that. Yeah. So we'll I mean, it there's it, we will see how it goes. And like, obviously even in the auto space, we see a bunch of companies, uh, you know, deploying AI to move customers around a call system to get things scheduled and, and appointments booked. So, I mean, there's obviously, you know, I feel like the things you can say in a situation like that are a lot more um, unknown than something you're going to say with a defined menu with like 50 or so items where it's like, yeah, okay, true. it's going to be something like this. It seems like a little more of a controlled experience, but it, you know what it's going to avoid? You, you, I don't know who does it most or if everybody does it now or whatever, but like you pull up to a Burger King. And it's like, hey, how are you? Can I please place your order? I'm like, oh, that was really pleasant. I'm like, I'll have this, this, and this. And then you realize, like, that's not actually the person there. And then they're like, please pull hey. up. Yeah. I'm like, wait a, wait a minute. Wait. Did, did. Right. <laughs> so if AI can fix that. But granted, like, you know, the, the drive-through experience isn't usually a great one. And so um, it'll be... It'll be interesting to see how AI does in drive-through. It feels like it needs to be like a little faster. We'll see how fast it goes because right. people at the drive-through, they're ready to fire. They're hungry. They're in their car. They got somewhere to go. And it's like, if there's that like three second pause between what you say and what comes back, eh, we'll see. But Hey, yeah. um, in an earnings call, President C, uh, the Presto CEO, uh, Rajat Suri said the company's AI never forgets to upsell and upsells better than a human. So we'll let the sales do the talking, I guess. There it is. Hey, 
got to get that money, 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 you know. <laughs> well, we all got to go get that money. You got to go get, serve people, right? In the auto business, you can make a lot of money. You can also serve a lot of people. When you serve a lot of people, you make a lot of money. So go out there. It's Tuesday. Go serve some people. Make money. All that. All that.